Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight where we are slowly but surely making our way through Paste Magazine's top 50 anime series of all time. And today we're talking Uran High School Host Club and then some of our favorite satires, satire movies. And we'll have to talk about the difference between parody and satire because I think some of our people commenting on the Facebook didn't know the difference. Yeah, and I think that quick Google searching also... I think Google's also confused on the difference between satire and parody. It's a pretty clear definition, I think, but we can talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. Um, But first, let's talk. We're on High School Host Club. Full disclosure, I did not vote for this one in my selection. For my personal anime lists, I don't think this would be in the top 50. No. But it's. But I think if you're a a person who watches a lot of shojo manga, right? The whole boy harem kind of thing, uh, which was a reaction to all the shonen that yeah. was girl harem. Um, this is like a satire of those types of shows and contains all those tropes, but sort of comments on them in an intelligent way. But since I don't really care for most of either of those kind of shows, and she accepted. I don't really. I didn't. It, it's hard for me to dig into, but yeah. But people that like those kind of shows have always talked about this being the best example of one of those types of shows. Yeah. So the basic premise is Kurahi, which is she's there, um, is a scholarship student at this prestigious academy. We're on high school. Rich kids, which rich is a bunch of school. rich kids, which is also a little bit. You're like. Yeah, I mean, the as soon as you... Uh, the trials and tribulations of rich people... Is I, it's be it's true that as soon as you tell me a story is about a bunch of rich kids, I'm like, fuck them. Eat um, the rich. Yeah. Uh, not to get totally sidetracked, but... Um, I mean, so she... Reflex for me. Yeah. It's sidetracked it's the track I'm on. See, well, I mean, my got sidetracked. <laughs> allowing you to you voice your opinions. You. <laughs> um, so, her, he is uh, a, a scholarship student, and she's looking for a quiet place to study... And she has short hair. Um, she goes into and bumps into literally this host club, knocks over a vase that's worth 8 million yen, whatever that is in today's. So 12 years ago, 100 grand, we'll say. Um, and in order to pay off that debt becomes basically the Man-ser- manservant <laughs> runner for this host club. Uh, and they are entertaining the other students, the girl, rich girl students at the school. And they find out that Hurtahi uh, is a good entertainer of women being a woman, but they dress her up as a man. So, again, it's also a little bit, it's like the as good as it gets. It's like like 19, yeah. 1920s humor. She's dressed like a boy. I couldn't tell. You know, like it's just not, not believable. Yeah. <laughs> um, but all that aside, uh, if you like it, Good for you. Um, we have <laughs> Bones we, made it. I mean, it's made by one yeah. of the best studios. In I mean, it looks yeah great, and it's it's just not mine. Not your cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. not everything's just because something's great doesn't mean I have to like it. Sure. Uh, oh, that explains why you don't like me. I don't see yeah. the correlation. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, why don't we watch a trailer uh, that kind of lays out Oran host Oran High School Host Club? I keep wanting to say, oh, we spelled it wrong. School spelled S C O O L. Me not talk nice. Uh, I always want to say Oran Host High School Club, and it's Oran High School Host Club. So let's check out the trailer. 
This place has four library rooms. You'd think one of them would be quiet. Welcome, poor man, to our world of beauty. We were going to feature that Renaissance vase in an upcoming school auction. Starting today, you are an official member of the host club. A host? Kiss, kiss, fall How effective a sideways glance can be. Why is he so popular? With the world. Are we? Being a host and getting fussed over by a bunch of girls might not be that bad. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> not a great trailer. But, like, you know, most of the show is a lot. Of course, there's tons of romantic entanglements between characters and one character thinking they like somebody and then ultimately liking somebody else. It's very much like high school sort of ups and downs but all done very comedically and over the top it's definitely a comedy yeah um and then we have a clip that kind of gives you the vibe of the show um from day to day let's check it out so haruhi have you decided your elective courses for this term how about conversational french i don't know i think the three of us should take it together it makes perfect sense we are in the same class Say, Mommy, dear. What is it now, Daddy? I have a new theory. I mean, it's just my hypothesis. But it seems that by being in the same class, Hikaru and Kaoru are able to spend more time with Haruhi than I get to here at the club. This gives them the chance to get close to her, and if that happens... Tamaki, you just now realize that? <laughs> According to my research, in a single day, the twins spend roughly nine hours of class time with Haruhi. Meanwhile, your contact with her is limited to a couple of hours of club activities. In other words, your involvement in Haruhi's life each day amounts to no more than a mere 3%. I'm ah, so very sorry. I don't want to hear it! I don't want to hear it! Listen, Haruhi, I want you to stop hanging out with those shady twins from now on! Who are you calling shady? Yeah, take a good look at yourself, boss! Yes, that's it! All right, then. We can't go on hiding the fact that you're a girl from everyone in the school any longer! All Daddy wants is for you to go back to being the girl you used to be! For you to surround yourself with girlfriends and start leading a wholesome life! Who are you calling Daddy? So do it! Change back now! Change right now! You don't have to rush things. She's going to be found out soon enough. Physical exams are the day after tomorrow. Physical... exams? That's right, I forgot all about it. Then that means there's no doubt. They're gonna know I'm really a girl. So if you like that kind of uh, comedy, then this show is for you because that's basically what the show is like. It's a lot of like Three's Company type. If Well, that's a reference. No, <laughs> no one's going to get but Gil and I because we're too old. But it's a lot of like pratfalls and like uh, mistaken identity it's big and people, jokes and people assuming things yeah. and you know stuff like that. Um, it ran so it was a manga that ran for ten years, which is bananas. And they're actually talking about remaking this show because the ending of the show is different from the ending of the manga, 
and the author of the manga, she is out. She is talking about that she likes the show and thinks the show's good, but she kind of wants to see a version that follows her ending more closely. So they just announced that they're working on doing a new version of this. So it's, it might be like the Full Metal Alchemist yeah. and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood thing. Just where there's a really highly regarded show, but it deviates from the manga a little bit. And so they do it again. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I'd watch it. Only in Japan. Yeah. Um, so that leads us to our topic of the day, which is what's your favorite satire movie? Because, of course... Uran High School Host Club is a satire of shoujo and, to a lesser degree, shonen tropes in anime and manga. So, before we start, we should talk about the difference between satire and parody. Really, I think... Jason, what's the difference between satire and parody? I'm glad you asked, Gil. Uh, Really, I think the key difference is a parody of something in and of itself has to be a copy of what it's parodying. It is a commentary on a specific thing. So satire is uh, the use of comedy to to make fun of something, basically. And sometimes it's making fun of the type of thing it's trying to be. But parody literally is, by definition, it has to be copying what it's making fun of. So Spaceballs is a parody of Star Wars because... With some satirical elements, but is a... sure. But and I mean and then you, parody's not trying to make a higher point. It's more parody. Just by definition, couldn't exist without the thing it's making fun of. Like yeah. parody is a is copying the thing it's making fun of. It's making fun of it by copying it, basically. Right. And satire is not necessarily doing that. So the lines are blurry. But there you go. So one of my favorite satires uh, is. Oh shit! I thought we were doing parodies. Is of course. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's classic Dr. Strangelove. Uh, this is, of course, a parody of Cold War um, militarism in the United States at the time. And basically how the government are all idiots. And I don't think much has changed as far as I'm concerned. Um, but this is definitely a pretty sharp satire of militarism and where society was in the 60s, especially in regard to the Cold War and nuclear fever that everybody had. Um, so uh, this stars Peter Sellers in a bunch of different roles, George C. Scott, a bunch of great actors, all playing really heightened versions of like tough guy politicians, uh, wimpy president type guys, uh, generals, like pretty much everyone gets skewered in this movie. Um, so... First, I'll show you the trailer just because uh, this trailer is, I think, one of the greatest trailers ever made. Kubrick went to a guy who, when it was time to make the trailers, he went to a guy who made short films, like avant-garde short films, and just was like, make whatever you want. And he made this, which is an absolutely incredible trailer, uh, still better than most trailers today. And then I'll show you a, a quick clip. So let's check out the trailer. Each male. 
machine. Fluids. The doomsday machine. Blast off! Shorts. Where's the bathroom? Buck, should I get it? On the hotline. Dr. Strange Love. Or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. A moving <laughs> picture. I shouldn't tell you this, man, Drake, but you're a good officer and you have a right to know. It looks like we're in a shooting war. Oh, hell. All the Russians involved, sir. Well, boys, I reckon this is it. Nuclear combat toe-to-toe with the Ruskies. I don't like the look of this, Fred. All right, tell you what you better do, old buddy. I was under the impression that I was the only one in authority to order the use of nuclear weapons. Uh, That's right, sir. You are the only person authorized to do so. And although I uh, hate to judge before all the facts are in, it's beginning to look like uh, General Ripper exceeded his authority. I, I first became aware of it, Mandrake, during the physical act of love. Huh. Missile still deflecting. Range one mile. Has that plane really got a chance of getting through? Well, uh, sir, uh, if the pilot's good, see, I mean, I mean, if he's really sharp, he can barrel that baby in solo. I mean, <laughs> you ought to see it sometime. It's a sight, you. A big plane, like a 52. Vroom! It's jet exhaust, frying chickens in the barnyard. Dr. Strange Love. Or how I learned to stop worrying and... Love the bomb. A moving <laughs> picture. Uh, I forgot how long that trailer was, so we'll skip the clip. But it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you should. Um, And a great satire of uh, militarism. And next up is another of my favorite satires, and I get and weirdly black and white as well. And that is uh, from the '90s, "Man Bites Dog." which is a fake documentary before that became sort of more de rigueur. Uh, It's a French film, and it basically follows a serial killer around as like an expose while he kills people. And it's a satire of media culture and how they sensationalize violence in general, how our fascination with serial killers as a society and French society too, I guess. Um, all kinds of things, uh, but it's a really dark, very s- scary, but also hilarious satire that I think everyone should see. Uh, so let's check it out. Tu vois, généralement, au début de mois, je me paye un petit facture. Hein? Je me lève le matin et je prends un matinier pour récolter les pensions. Ce qui me permet, par la même occasion, tu vois, de, de repérer les, les vieux qui ont de l'argent. Hein? J'évite par-dessus tout, c'est les jeunes couples qui commencent, parce que ça sera plus la pauvreté. C'est très agréable. Mais les vieux, hein? 
Ils ont de l'argent, ça c'est sûr. Retour, finot. Tour à tour, polisson. Tour à tour, gangster. Mais tour à tour, généreux. Je ne veux pas que ça soit en misère ici. Ça sent la trouille, On se rapproche, tu sais. La Lali est pour bientôt. Il était affectueux, il était gentil, il riait tout le temps, tout le oui. temps, tout le temps. Rémi, ça ne me rappelle rien ça Le vieux fusil <rire> Tu es toi Bon film. Tu es complètement oublié ça. Quel que soit le montant que tu me demanderas, Rémi, toujours, je dis bien, toujours, Benoît est pour moi. Ouais, ici, c'est... Je ne sais pas si tu sais, mais une boîte de Cédocar, c'est un médicament pour les gens qui souffrent du cœur. Donc ici, je suis foutu une trouille bleue, ce qui me permet d'éviter de gaspiller une balle, tu vois Like I said, pretty dark movie, but also a very biting satire on our fascination with uh, violence. Uh, and then finally, uh, one of the greatest satires of all time, and that is, of course, the great Team America World Police uh, from Trey Parker. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Honestly, I don't like South Park. I've never liked anything those guys have done in the slightest. I think they're annoying edgelords. But, and I went into, I didn't see this movie in the theater because I was like, that looks funny, but I mean, like, because I like the yeah. Thunder Thunderbirds type look, but I was like, fuck those guys. But then it, I kept hearing how good it was, so I watched it, and legitimately, it's a pretty great satire of Michael Bay movies and, again, our country's sort of easy fake patriotism and militarism. Um, So I really like it. Also skewers Hollywood in a really funny way. I mean, that's kind of their deal, but it's pretty funny. And I read a thing. They make fun of Matt Damon pretty hardcore. And I read a thing, an interview with Matt Damon where he was like, yeah, they didn't tell me about that. And I saw that movie and I didn't really know what to think because I have a good sense of humor about myself. But I, you really think like, do people really think I'm so fucking stupid? I can't do anything but say my own name. He's like... So I was just poorly pronouncing. He was just like I kind of was bummed out about it a little bit, <laughs> which I think is funny. So this is, I think, um, a clip from the movie that if, if you like, if you think this clip is funny, you'll like the movie. If you don't, don't bother. Let's check it out. Well, police, get down on the ground. Terrorize this. All right, let's make this interesting. We'll be right back. 
EMG! I got him! Damn, I missed him! Sarah, he's got the bomb. You gotta fix it. I got him, Carson. He's heading for the Louvre. Your plans are over. Everyone, don't worry, everything is boom. We stop the terrorists. <laughs> everything about that is funny. Yeah, like it's a funny script, but the marionettes in the miniature <laughs> just make all it. Time. Yeah, <laughs> and that they the they fighting in the sex, just that they blow up the Louvre to try to catch one guy. <laughs> so, those are some of my favorite satires. Well done. Uh, first is I thought I had something uh, on my shoulder. I had something. Don't be so paranoid. Well, you were like, no. Twitch, don't worry about it. Thought we were getting don't snuck worry. up on the Team America it. team. Oh, was go ahead. Sneaking up on us. Is Sidney Lumet's 1976 Network uh, a movie at the time that seemed like it would be impossible to actually come true and is true on our airwaves every single day? Um, this is a news network. Uh, um, Peter Finch plays Howard Beale, who's here. And he, uh, his show is getting canceled, he finds out. And he says that he's going to kill himself on the air. Uh, and the network thinks that's probably not a good plan. So he apologizes and says he's going to make a real apology. He goes on and starts ranting about how life is bullshit. And the network is going to pull him off again. But it turns out that he gets really great ratings. So they lean into it. And then it just sort of goes from there at a time when news was sort of... Uh, beyond reproach in terms of ethics and everything else and starting to turn into entertainment. entertainment. Uh, and Faye Dunaway plays a news producer who's uh, gets the news moved under the entertainment division so she can develop it. She approaches uh, a terrorist organization to have a weekly show as they go around and kill people. Um, and it seems like it's pretty good entertainment. So <laughs> check it out. Uh, so this is the trailer... I think that's called cops. For, uh, <laughs> for a network. Let's see it. And now, the distinguished television news commentator, Mr. Howard Beale. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like at this moment to announce that I will be retiring from this program in two weeks' time because of poor ratings. Since this show was the only thing I had going for me in my life, I have decided to kill myself. I'm going to blow my brains out right on this program a week from today. What the hell's going on? Prepare yourself for a perfectly outrageous motion picture. Howard Beale went up there last night and said what every American feels, that he's tired of all the bull... Six, Diana. We're talking about putting a manifestly irresponsible man on national television. I am not putting Howard back on the air. It's not your show anymore, Max. It's mine. I got a feeling I'm being made. You are. Uh, got to warn you, I, I don't do anything on my first date. We'll see. I want a show developed based on the activities of a terrorist group. Well, I'm mad. I want to make a TV star out of you. 
just like Archie Bunker. For the number one show in television. There is no America. There is no democracy. There is only IBM and DuPont and Exxon. And you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale? Why me? It was your own television, dummy. Ladies and gentlemen, the Network News Hour with Howard Beale. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many the stations price. does this You've go out? You've got to get mad. You've got to say... I want you to get up right now. Go to your windows, stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Are they yelling in Atlanta, Herb? Are they yelling in Atlanta, Ted? Network by Patty Chayefsky, directed by Sidney Lumet, produced by Howard Gottfried. Television will never be the same. Little shout out there to Ted Turner, friend of the show. <laughs> they were, in fact, yelling in Atlanta. Um, a mere 30 years later, Mike Judge made Idiocracy, um, a movie about uh, Luke Wilson is a army soldier who goes, who takes part in an experiment where they're going to put him to sleep, and it turns out he sleeps for 500 years, wakes up, and our country is in the bit of upheaval, I would say. Um, he, at this point, is the smartest person alive, um, and uh, as such, is ridiculed uh, beyond belief. Maya Rudolph also takes part in the the project. She is a prostitute who then is also finds herself in the future um, as they work through a corporate-owned government, uh, Terry Crews is President Camacho, who's a professional wrestler and is the most popular character around. Um, and it's really about the fight for the human spirit and the survival of all humanity. <laughs> uh, so let's check out a. This is the Terry Crews's president uh, presidential address, his State of the Union address to the nation. Um, and we can see just how far we've come. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of America! Sit your monkey ass down. Chill out. I know shit's bad right now, with all that starving bullshit and the dust storms and we running out of french fries and burrito coverings. Yeah. But I got a solution. That's what you said last time, dipshit. I got a solution. You're a dick. South Carolina, what's up? (laughs) That's what I thought. 
Now, I understand everyone's shit's emotional right now, but listen up. I got a three-point plan to fix everything. Bring it down. Number one, we got this guy not sure. Number two, he's got a higher IQ than any man alive. And number three, he's going to fix everything. I give you my word as president. He'll fix the problems with all the dead crops. He's going to make them grow again. And that ain't all. I give you my word. He's going to fix the dust on too. I give you my word. He's going to President Camacho stood before the world and promised everyone that Joe would solve all their problems. He would not only end the Dust Bowl and heal the economy, but he would cure acne and car sickness as well. And if he didn't, President Camacho made another promise. He would kick Joe's smart balls all the way up to the roof of his smart mouth, and then he would throw his brainy ass back in jail. Uh, so yeah. Just a couple more years and we'll make it there. And then last is Paul Verhoeven's 1987 RoboCop uh, satire on both corporate culture uh, and the dangers of robotic police officers. Um, I didn't know this until I was looking at the, but the way this movie came about is the writer was walking by a poster of Blade Runner and asked his friend, what's that movie about? And his friend said, it's a cop who hunts robots. And then he went and wrote RoboCop. RoboCop. Um, Blade so. Runner's inspiring even yeah. other great shit um so this movie was rated x at one point because uh violence. the violence was a bit over so the top. awesome um so according to fun facts um saw this with my grandfather when it came out in the theater and when we walked out he said now that was a movie my grandpa was a cool dude i agree with your grandpa that was a movie man me too um one of the scenes that they had to dial back sadly is the ed 209 Glitch, um, which we will now see <laughs> unedited. Uh, no, it's still edited, but uh, it's still awesome. So let's check it out. Enforcement droid, Series 209, is a self-sufficient law enforcement robot. 209 is currently programmed for urban pacification, but that is only the beginning. After a successful tour of duty in old Detroit, we can expect 209 to become the hot military product for the next decade. Dr. McNamara. We'll need an arrest subject. Mr. Kenny. Yes, sir. Would you come up and give us a hand, please? Yes, sir. Mr. Kenny is going to help us simulate a typical arrest and disarming procedure. Kenny, use your gun in a threatening manner. <laughs> Point it at Ed 209. Yes, sir. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. 
15 seconds to comply. You are in direct violation of Penal Code 113, Section 9. You now have 5 seconds to comply. 4, 3, 2, 1. I am now authorized to use physical force. So when Amazon says they're going to start policing the streets, just remember yeah. that not all corporations, wait, no corporation ever is looking out for you. Except us. Right. Except adults, man. You can trust us. Uh, and that leads us to our Facebook picks. So let's take a look at the Adult Swim Facebook Parody results. or satire? Idiocracy. Blazing Saddles is a parody. Scary Movie is a parody. Airplane is a parody. Blazing Saddles is some, somewhat of a satire. Yeah. Scary Movie and Airplane, no. Galaxy Quest is probably the best Star Trek episode of all time. Yeah. And then let's check out the Toonami Facebook picks for your favorite satire movies, which I'm guessing is going to be pretty similar Blazing Saddles, Spaceballs is a parody. Robin Hood is a parody. Kung Pao is a parody. Doctor Strangelove. Cool. I like all those movies, though. I don't like all those movies, but yeah. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Uh, Now let's get to our sneak peek portion of the night, uh, where we will go through some of the topicals that we have running tomorrow night. First up is the spot for Dragon Ball Super, which will air tomorrow night at 11 p.m. On the next all-new episode of Dragon Ball Super. This can't be. He's been hiding this the whole time. His power, it's starting to feel like divine energy. Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. And then next is Jinlock, uh, which will be running at 11.30. Uh, and here's the spot for that premiere episode. On the next all-new episode of Genlock. All clear over here. This is really weird. There should be more resistance. Hang back, split up, and keep your eyes open. Genlock, Saturday at 11.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. And then last is our newest show to the lineup, Dr. Stone, uh, which we were hoping to be able to show in last week's pre-flight, but the lawyers be lawyer in and we had a little bit of delay exigencies Um, of the business but we will be premiering dr stone tomorrow night and here is the spot for it if you have not already seen it all this time i've been so scared that if i tell her how i really feel about her she could not want to be my friend anymore i've kept this inside me for five years and hold up what's that weird light Ah! 
finally awake. It's October 5th in the year 5738. It has been 3,700 years. I swear I'm going to take back the world. Through science, I'll figure out what happened to us. I swear I'm going to save you, Zuriha. We may be a couple of high school kids, but we're going to rebuild civilization from the ground up. Together, we'll bring life back to this stone world. Dr. Stone premieres Saturday at midnight. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Nice. And as we've now come to the no singles conclusion you of Adult Swim singles, you weren't good enough to get 2018, more. 2019. You don't deserve any more for now. Uh, but you do deserve more to go to bed early. But sadly, we're out of time. So instead, well, uh, Gil just can't wait to wrap this shit up, can he? We could thanks for watching. We're, we're not giving anybody any. So what are you, fucking Ron Burgundy? <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs> Tsunami every Saturday night from ten thirty to three thirty.